0: Oh mama, last night I met a young man Oh mama, he turned to me and said Won't you be mine, seven, eight, nine Won't you be mine, seven, eight, nine Hi guys! Welcome to Noma Saves the World podcast. I am your host, Noma. Noma. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about black is king. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to get into today's episode because it's all black. Everything black, everything all black, everything black. (laughs) Let's go, let's go, let's go. So today's episode, I want to discuss Black is King. I want to start by saying I love Beyonce. I just have to put that out there before we get right into it, before we get into the real, real conversation and the beehive start trying to get at me. (laughs) You know. Um, I think Beyonce is an amazing artist, she's an amazing performer. She has really great ideas and she's really out here trying to make a positive impact in the world and celebrating blackness and celebrating the black community and tradition and heritage and culture and all that kind of stuff. Like she's really about that life. And I, I, I praise her for it. I, I, I respect her for that. So, I just want to get into Black is King. There's been a lot of controversial, um, feedback about the film. Some people love it and some people are like, oh my God, this is what we needed. This is what I needed to feel my power to go out into the world and be a stronger, happier black woman or black man. Or, you know, there are some people who had that kind of response to it. And you even see the young kids Um, who watched it, the young black kids who watched it and were crying because they could relate with with the images that they were seeing on screen. They could relate with the little black girls and the little black boys who were, you know, shown in a royal light. And, you know, there are so many scenes in the film that can have such a positive effect and impact on young black minds. To say to them, listen, you are more than just what this world is making you feel like you are. You are more like you are your royalty, your greatness, you are king, you know, and that side of it like i absolutely love and then there's been loads of people who have had the opinion of oh this is cultural appropriation uh oh, beyonce is appropriating african you know tradition and culture but she doesn't um she she never does concerts in africa blah 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 all this all this controversial stuff and on one hand i understand those opinions i do understand it because When you think about it, whenever she does a tour, it never includes African countries. And so on one hand, that looks very bad. But I just really want to focus on this particular film and this particular work of art and like break down how powerful and how educational this type of film can be for all of us. Before we even get into Black is King, let's get into our question of the week. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Where did you find her? What is the one food that you hated as a child but now you love? Oh my god, guys. Growing up, I was the pickiest eater. Like, I used to... (laughs) I can't believe I'm sharing this because I still do it. My mom would cook or wherever we would go out for dinner or whatever it is that we're going, or we would go to like a family event and someone has cooked and they've put onions in the food. Oh my days. I would literally sit there for like 20 minutes while my food goes cold to pick out all the onions. I would literally sift through all my food to find all the onions, pick them out, get rid of them. Yo, I could not eat onions. To be fair, I still can't. I still can't eat onions. Growing up, I didn't like mushrooms. I didn't like spinach. I didn't like carrots. I didn't like... (laughs) You can see a pattern here. It's all vegetables. Um, (laughs) And, like, I was really weird as well. Like, I didn't like cheese, but I liked cheeseburgers. Or, like, um, pizza. I ate pizza. I didn't like... Tomatoes, I still don't quite like tomatoes, but I ate ketchup or pizza. Yeah, I was the pickiest eater, like, in the world. Like, growing up, um, my mom always taught me, and, like, majority of African mothers teach their kids this. You do not eat at people's houses. My mom never had to worry about that because I was so picky with food that it, it wasn't happening. Like, I'm not gonna eat. <laughs> Like, if you're going to put vegetables and onion and all that stuff in your food, I'm not eating. Like, it's not happening. (laughs) If you wanted to catch me, you got to give me a sweet or you got to give me chocolate. (laughs) But now, I love my vegetables so much more. Not all, but majority of the vegetables I'm eating. I love mushrooms. I love spinach. I love all all those types of vegetables. So, my palate has really grown with me. So thank God for that. Thank you so much for the questions. I absolutely love them. I look forward to hearing your questions every single week. So if you want to be featured on the show, send me a DM with your voice note at Noma underscore saves the world and you could be featured on the show next week. Guys, I have to tell you something. This is the second time I'm recording this episode. (laughs) Um, why, right? You're probably thinking, why are you recording this a second time? I'm recording this a second time because I have literally just finished recording the first version of this and I was inspired to do a completely different thing. I've just literally in the moment been inspired by my notes, by the research I've done, by the film, by the episode I just recorded to completely change things up and to, to, to focus on something completely different. And, and I'm going to go with it. I'm just going to go with it. Now, originally I was going to give you guys my top five favorite things about Black is King. I spoke about the controversy surrounding Black is King, how some people feel like this is just Beyonce and her cultural appropriation. Like they don't, they don't agree with it and they hate it. And some people are like, who does she think she is? She's she's happy to use our culture and our continent to um, make money, but she doesn't come to Africa for concerts and stuff like that. There's been a lot of all those opinions, right? And I really spoke about that. I really shared my opinion on that. But as I got to the end of this, I honestly, I really got inspired to just flip it. I've always been the type of person who's been able to filter. So when I'm watching something or when I'm listening to certain type of music or whatever it is I tend to be consuming, I tend to filter out the things that are not relevant to me and the things that I don't care about. And I'm able to find things that are relevant to me and things that relate to me. Like, I, I don't know how I've done it. I, I don't know why I've always done it. But for me, there's always been some type of way that I'm able to filter out the negative or the things that I don't like and focus on the things that I do like. This is kind of the same thing that happened with this film, this Black is King. Um, okay. For those of you who don't know what Black is King is, Black is King is a visual collaboration between Parkwood productions, which is Beyonce's production company, and Disney. And basically, Black is King is the story of the Lion King told in human form through music videos and, like, epic visuals and poetry. It's so rich in, like, culture. It's so rich in tradition and it's so rich in blackness. Like, it is just so so black. (laughs) I absolutely, like, I honestly enjoyed watching it. This is the type of film that I feel like for me, like when I have kids, my kids are not going to be watching Peppa Pig. I say that now. (laughs) I say that now I'm not a mom, obviously, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you know, once I have kids, I'm like, ah, stick on Peppa Pig or whatever. But like, I feel like these are the type of films that I would want to show my kids. I don't want to show my kids, obviously, at some point, they're going to have to learn about the slavery and all that kind of stuff. Apartheid, Sarafina. Oh my God, guys, Sarafina completely scarred me. When I watched Sarafina as a kid, it scarred me, right? But my point is, as I teach my children about the brutality, the cruelty that has happened towards black people over the years, over the decades, I also want to have visuals to teach my children. Yo, look at, look at the beauty of blackness. Look at the richness and the wealth of being black. Look at the, the richness and the beauty of Africa, you know, I want, I want to be able to teach my kids that. And I feel like this is one of those films that does that. This is one of those films that represents black people, represents Africa in a beautiful, wealthy, rich light. And I love that. So for me, there's so much that I want to say, but I want to just go back to what's inspired me to switch this episode up. I will just mention that one of the things that I absolutely love about this film is the representation and the visibility of these African artists who worked so hard on the Lion King soundtrack. I'm going to be honest, when I first heard that Beyonce was going to be in the Lion King, I was like, oh God, no, I was not happy. I was not about that life. I was like, why? Why? She's going to ruin it. It's going to be all about Beyonce. She's going to take over, blah, blah, blah. Whenever Beyonce is in something, it's kind of very difficult to focus on other things. Unfortunately, she's very talented. She's amazing. She's, she's a presence and I love her for it. But there are just certain things that I'm just like, this is, no, this is, this, you should not be a part of this. And that's how I felt about her being in the movie, The Lion King. But I'm so glad that they created Black is King because this film allows those artists from that album to be seen and to be heard. And having that story being told the way that it was told puts all the light and all the focus on those artists. And I love the fact that majority of the videos, Beyonce is in the background, Yes, she's there. Yes, she's singing here and there, but it's about the African artists. They're in the forefront. They're performing. They're showing their talents and they're they're doing their thing. And Beyonce is just in the background. And I love that. I absolutely love that because the visual made a completely different impression. The visual told a different story for me. So I'm so, so happy that they did that. I pray and I hope that this film can translate into bigger and better opportunities for those artists and i pray and i hope that it can translate into more money opportunities for those artists because they deserve it and this is just a handful of the greatness that africa has to offer it's just a handful like you're only seeing a small selection of the greatest artists in africa there are thousands more so I watched the film twice now. I watched the first time just to watch it and to really absorb it and to pay attention and to see what it's all about, right? And then the second time when I watched it, I watched it for research purposes. So I was taking notes, picking out the things that stood out to me. So there were so many things that stood out to me, like the visuals, the colors, the richness, the, the you know, the the boldness of of the whole thing of like, yo, I'm black and this is black. My black is beautiful. My black is king. My black is royalty. My black is rich. I'm rich. (laughs) One of the things that really resonated with me, I got so many quotes, so many inspiring moments. And that is what's inspired me to change this show around. That's what I want to focus on. So I've got a list here of a few moments that hit me and I want to like share those with you and then like just go through them and break them down. The first thing that stood out to me was life is a set of choices, lead or be led astray. That is such a powerful quote, we go through life, everybody is dealing with different things, everybody is dealing with different struggles, everybody's dealing with different joys, different jobs, different, you know, we're all in corona or we're dealing with corona, whatever. There's so much that every single person is dealing with, but life is a set of choices. The choices that you make for your life will determine the type of life that you are having, right? You can make Great choices. You can make bad choices. You can make choices that are small and they have an effect on your day and they have an effect on your week. You can make choices that are huge and they have an effect on the next five years or they have an effect on your entire life. But the power is in your hands, the power is within you. You choose how you want to live your life. But if you don't make choices for yourself, if you do not take control of your life, you can be led astray. There are many people, there are many companies, there are many, there's the government. All these people are ready to tell you how to live your life. They're ready. If you just give them the opportunity, they're ready. They can tell you how to live your life. They can tell you, you need need a nine to five, so go get a nine to five. Okay, Uh, you need to pay your rent. So you need to be making sure that you're making this amount of money to pay rent. You need to get married. So as soon as listen, the clock is ticking. You need to get married. You need to have kids. You know, if you do not have control over your life, if you do not have control over your choices, you will be led by somebody else. Whether you consciously know it or not, it's happening. So I absolutely, that quote literally just resonated with me. Life is a set of choices. Lead or be led astray. So I love that. Take control of your lives, guys. Lead your life. Don't be led astray by someone else. Don't be led astray by the society that you live in. Don't be led astray by the government who governs your country. Lead your own life. The second one that really hit me is follow your light or lose it. Yo, guys, listen, this is a beautiful one. Follow your light. Everybody has talents. Everybody has something that makes them special. Something that when you walk into a room or when you really allow yourself to live within that light people can see it like there's not like no one can change it no one can take that away from you like when you see someone and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're living in their truth and in their in their power and in their light all you can do is just watch in amazement all you can do is just support all you can do is just clap your hands and say you go girl you know some people try and knock that down some people try and say horrible things but when you are living in your life when you're following your light nothing can stop you nothing can can break that what happens is sometimes we are afraid to follow our light sometimes we forget what our light is or where it is or what what we're supposed to be sometimes we're even unclear of what our light is so we end up doing things that have nothing to do with our light. You end up in a career that has nothing to do with what you were put on this earth to do. You end up in a country or in a relationship or in a situation that has nothing to do with your light and you lose it. You lose that light. You lose what makes you unique. You lose what makes you great. There is always a chance to get it back. People live up to 80 years old. Like, it's never too late to find your light. It's never too late to change things around, to really discover and really understand who you are and live in your purpose and make a positive impact in the world. It's never too late. So, find your light. Follow your light. Or lose it. That really hit me. That really just... That really just made sense to me. I love that. The third thing that really caught my attention was you can't wear a crown with your head down. Listen, (laughs) this is like literally like the perfect Instagram post. You can't wear a crown with your head down. You can't walk around feeling sorry for yourself, feeling like you're worthless, feeling like what is the point? woe is me when you are a king when you are a queen you need to remember who you are you need to recognize your strength you need to recognize your power you need to recognize your royalty and lift your head up and walk with conviction walk with confidence once you know who you are life happens bad things happen Everybody is going to go through some type of struggle, but you have to remember who you are. Lift your head up. Walk with your head held high and know who you are. You can't wear a crown with your head down. Okay? (laughs) Remember that, guys. Remember that. The fourth thing that I absolutely loved was, we were beauty before they knew what beauty was. If I remember correctly, this quote is linked to the brown skin girl section of the film. Black people have been ridiculed. They've been treated like trash. They've been mistreated, abused for years, centuries, just because of the color of their skin. Th- there are many nuances to this as well. So, there is there is hatred and mistreatment from other races. There is hatred and mistreatment within the black race and within the black community. There is colorism, you know, all these things that are just hateful. I I don't quite understand what the purpose of them is, but remembering that we were beautiful. I'm going to change that and say I was beautiful before they knew what beauty was. God made every single one of us in his perfect you are beautiful just as you are you don't have to be told you don't have to have the whole world see you as beautiful for you to be beautiful it is what it is right your skin color your skin texture your weight your height your eyes your nose your hair all of those things are a part of your beauty. We were beauty before they knew what beauty was. Oh, that's just so beautiful. Like, I feel like I need to say these things to myself every single morning. <laughs> every single morning I need to wake up and recite all these quotes to myself just as like a, you know, a pump-up. Like, yeah, I'm 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 beautiful. I'm I'm gonna keep my head up and keep my crown on my head. I'm going to make good choices. I'm going to follow my light. You know, I feel like that's, this is what you need. This is your, your, um, your daily mantra. I love it. I love it. The fifth one that I loved was being a king is taking what's yours, but not for selfish reasons, but to build up your community. Listen, there are people out there who are very money driven. They're very success driven. They're very like, listen, I'm here for the money. I'm going to make money. I'm going to make money. I want to be the richest man on the world, blah, 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 blah. And that's good. Like literally go for what you, listen, go for what makes you happy. But as you get to the top, as you are wearing your crown, you have to remember that All these worldly things are not here for you to just enjoy them by yourself. A king is someone who rules over a country or a community or or a tribe or whatever. But the job of the king is not just to sit and look pretty and spend all the money or enjoy all the greatness, the great things that come with being a king, right? The job of the king is to look after their kingdom. The job of the King is to contribute to their community, to feed their kingdom, make sure that their people, the people around them are well looked after. That is, that is the mark of a good King. That is a mark of a great King. So as you work towards your goals, as you work on your success, as you make your money and you reach, unreachable heights and you break down those doors and those barriers and you are making movements. Don't forget your kingdom. Don't forget your community. Don't forget the people who helped you get where you are. So being a king is taking what is yours. You are here to take what is rightfully yours, but don't be selfish. It's not for selfish reasons. It's to build up your community. I feel like that's something that we all need to remember. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to buy myself a plane. (laughs) I was literally having this conversation with my friends. I'm like, yo, Kylie Jenner has her own airline. I want my own airline, right? But at the same time, all of those things are great, but you have to build up your community. Don't forget your community. That is such a powerful one. I absolutely love, love this one. It's so powerful. Being a king is taking what is yours, but not for selfish reasons, but to build up your community. Mm. And then the last one that I absolutely love, the royalty in you is there for you to be a blessing to others. You have royalty in you. This is all linked to the light. This is your light. You have royalty in you. It's running through your blood. It's there for you to be a blessing to others. God does not give you the gifts that he gives you so that you can keep them to yourself. God doesn't give you your gifts so that you can make money and be successful and keep that to yourself. God gives you your gifts so you can be a blessing to others. The royalty in you is there for you to be a blessing to others. So use it wisely. Spread your gift. Show the world the greatness in you. Show the world the royalty in you. And make a positive impact in your community, in your country, in the world. It is 100% possible, baby. It's possible. You can do it. It's already within you. You just have to believe in yourself. You just have to make the right choices. You have to follow your light. You have to wear your crown with your head held high. You have to believe in your beauty. And then you have to build up your community and be a blessing to others. These are the moments in this film that stood out for me, the messages in this film that stood out to me that really resonated with, number one, who I am and what I want to do and the impact I want to make. So this is why I changed the episode. This is why I wanted to focus on these lessons learned, these messages, because they resonate with me. And I hope that... When you watch the film, even if you don't watch the film, you take these gems with you. Add them to your daily life. When you're planning for the next five years, add these things to your plans. When you're doing your vision board, add these quotes to your vision board. When you are getting into a relationship, when you're planning on having kids, when you're planning on starting a business, when you're planning on getting a new job, when you're planning on moving to a new country, when you are planning on your next move, add these quotes to your plans because they will help you, they will motivate you, they will feed you, they will remind you of who you are. And that's what Black is King is all about. It's just reminding you of who you are. Let's forget that Beyonce is the one who's leading the charge. Even if you don't like Beyonce, it's not about Beyonce. When you watch the film, you really understand this is not about Beyonce. You have to filter out what resonates with you and filter out the negativity and enjoy the artwork that is in this film. We have to support black people. We have to support black projects. You are not supporting just Beyonce. You are supporting all the African artists that are featured on this film and on the soundtrack. You are supporting all the black people who contributed to the making of this film, all the black artists, all the black set designers, all the black um, costume designers. And, and there are so many people who contributed to the making of this film. It is not just about Beyonce. Beyonce. And we need to start paying attention to those things as a whole. We need to stop focusing on, oh, who does she think she is? No, 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 no. It's not just about her. There are so many people who have contributed to this. And there are so many lessons to be learned from this film. This is opening doors. Today, Beyonce is making this film. Tomorrow, you could be in an office sitting down with disney and say this is what i want to do and they'll be like oh but we don't know if that works and you can say no excuse me no they did it so i can do it too it worked for black panther so i can do it too it worked for black is king so i can do it too it worked for coming to america so i can do it too my point is We have to support all of these black creators so that we can have progression, so that we can start seeing more of our faces, so that we can start seeing more of our beauty, more of our royalty, more of our riches celebrated and represented on our screens. As we do that, we build up our community. We get stronger. We become a blessing to others. And th- and that is my main message. I want to say a massive thank you for everyone who listened to this episode. As I've just said, I have completely flipped the whole episode <laughs> from what I planned. And I hope it resonates with you. I hope you get something out of it. I hope it inspires you. Thank you again for listening. Please follow me on my social medias at noma underscore saves the world comment on this week's episode let me know what was your favorite part of black is king if you have not watched it let me know why if you have watched it let me know what you love and i just want to know what you think of this episode like are you going to start incorporating these little lessons and these quotes into your daily life thank you so much for listening stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, and always spread love and lotion. Thank you guys. Bye.